Hey everyone, and welcome to the Knowledge Exchange podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Arabilla, lead mentor at the Knowledge Exchange, where we specialize in helping clinicians apply a BPS approach to their practice. So we offer one-on-one and group mentoring to support clinicians with skills to handle and manage the uncertainty and challenges of clinical practice. If you're interested, reach out at tkex.org and join our community. Today, I'm very grateful to have a client of mine, Sarah Lindbergh. She's a Zook dancer based in Sydney. I was very privileged to work with late last year, and she's been absolutely killing it, to say the very least. Um, I'm really excited to dive into her story, her experiences, and she has some really important insights from her lived experience with persisting and annoying back pain that I feel all clinicians should learn from. So Sarah, thank you very much for making time. Yeah, thanks for having me. And what's your story for our listeners? So I guess this started, I can barely remember now because it's been so long, but at least like 10, maybe 10 years ago, maybe more. And uh, I've been dancing like salsa and bachata for maybe 12, 13 years. And I I was fine the first few years. And then... I got into Colombian salsa, which is a very fast pace, and it, we were practicing a lot for doing performances. So there were a lot of like fancy moves and dips, and you know, throw people in the air and things like that. So I wasn't like it wasn't a particular moment where I got injured or something. There was just like at some point we were training a lot. We were training like a few hours a week but then we will also go out and dancing like every single night like at least we'll be dancing four hours a day uh, for maybe two weeks in a row and even after practice we still go out to the to the dance club and keep dancing and I think after those two weeks then I just I could barely move anymore like my back hurt so bad like I couldn't I couldn't bend I couldn't get out of bed it was it was pretty bad and it's the first time I experienced I've had like you know back when we suddenly do something and you feel like oh shit and then but then it passes after a few days and then you're back to normal but this thing it's just never passed like I waited for a bit I'm like okay it's gonna pass I think maybe I still kept dancing <laughs> a little bit um and thought yeah it, it will be fine and then it got to a point where I just had to stop dancing and I still waited and still it didn't really improve. And then when I realized after a few months, this is just not going to go away by itself. That's when I started to reach out to different like practitioners, like chiropractic, massage, acupuncture, physio, whatever different people I could find. And then it's just been a constant ups and downs and people telling me different things about this is wrong with this and you should be doing this and you shouldn't be doing that. And, you know, some, some part of it, you know, it improves for a while and then you do something and it just goes back to what it was like square one. And then you have to start over, like find someone else. And yeah, it's been a bit of a roller coaster with, with that for, for 10 years and, I haven't given up like trying to fix it or like get mainly I just want to be able to dance that's that's it I don't have to fix it completely but it also like get tiring in periods where like I can't be bothered to 
find someone else, then then I have to tell my whole story to them again and start over, do their whole program, and then that doesn't work. You kind of lose faith after a while that anyone's going to give you something that's actually going to work. But also I'm very passionate about dancing, so I didn't want to give up. Mm. Yeah. And that's why I I come to you. Yeah, wow. It's a... That's a very quick... Yeah, 10 years in (laughs) two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it sounds really exhausting to have to go through the whole process, um, especially over so long and seeing so many different people and a lot of, I imagine, uh, advice along the way. Um, And also just for context, so Kali Salsa is like really fast-paced partner dance style, um, kind of high intensity. And yes, um, you weren't able to do like any form of or, or pain would show up during any form of dancing after that, like including other lower intensity. Yeah, it, it was just constant. Like I had pain every single day, like, mm. like in different levels, of course, like I can manage it. But anytime after that, like I would go dance, it would make it worse. But it wasn't just dancing. It was like some things you would do at the gym or if I go running or if I go, you know, other activities, if I go walking for a long time, if I carry something heavy, just anything. It could, it could come, it can get worse from basically anything. That was, that's why I feel like this is really hard to pinpoint. It's just basically leaving makes it worse. Yeah. And it, even though it's just constantly there, it's not, it's not a point in those 10 years that it was never there pretty much. Yeah. It was always there in the background. Yeah. It's just like on a low scale level scale, but yeah. yeah. I imagine it's hard to remember every single part of your 10 year journey, but like yeah. reflecting back now, what were some of the, the biggest struggles, challenges and concerns that you had? Mm, well, my biggest concern is not not being able to dance. Like, oh, that was the hardest thing for me to kind of give that up. Mm. So for many, for a few years, I didn't, or like in periods, I didn't go at all. And when it was the worst, I just feel like I just had to give it up and just try and get into other things, which was really hard because dancing is my passion. So that was like the hardest thing I think for me. Uh, and then I, yeah, I guess it gets, your life gets a bit limited and you start to think, can I do this? Can I do that? Should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? Instead of just do whatever you want. So you kind of plan according to your back pain rather than according to what you want. And you're always, it's always in the back of the, my mind, like, mm, you know, can I go and do this with my friends? Or I had to, like, I use it as an excuse for a lot of things because I wasn't sure, like, oh, should I go bowling? Mm, maybe not because I might get more pain, like things like that. So it's more like on a social and, like, emotional level that it's it's difficult. Yeah, yeah. fatiguing extra Yeah, you get energy. tired. Like, it's really tiring to have mm. pain all the time, and I think people people don't really understand that, that don't have it. And they're not like very considerate. They'd be like, oh, just, you know, just suck it up. Come on, we're having a good time here. Don't be like, don't be in a bad mood. I'm, I'm like, I'm sorry, I've been in the pain for the last five hours, but yeah, but you're fine. All right. That's, yeah. Um, yeah, it's often 
it's it's invisible so people you know don't really can't really see the suffering exactly. but there is a lot of yeah. invisible suffering going on yeah mm-hmm. what um kind of things were you told during this time in terms of explaining why you have pain well the most common response is you have to work on your core that is like 90% of all the professionals is like you have a you have a weak core you have to work on your core and yeah they're well, they're basically explaining there's also uh, they also talk about like glutes like it's not activating or something like that you're not using it and yeah that basically because my core is weak my spine isn't aligned properly something along those lines that's ge- that's the general theme of pretty much everyone so yeah, yeah relation to your core is weak or like um, there's like instability yeah and you need to be yeah. aligned and something about the glutes as well yeah something about like not active enough or weak weakness yes yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's basically everyone but in in the sort of like a little bit of different kind of ways yeah and what was um what was it like like hearing the explanations because i'm imagining the first few times might have been different to the you know 10th 12th yeah what what was helpful as well as unhelpful i feel like because so some try to explain what's going on and why they give you certain exercises and why you need to do this and need to do that, which I find it's more helpful because at least you, you try to make sense of it yourself and rather than some that just like, okay, they don't even say what's the problem. They just give you the exercise and go home and do it. Like I feel zero motivation. Like, why should I be doing this? How is it going to help me? So if they explain how is it going to help me and why, at least, even if it didn't work in the end, I felt motivated to at least try. So I would be very vigilant or do my program every single day until one day I did something and I was back to square one and then I'll ditch that, that clinician and go, go next. Because I was like, I've done this whole program for six months. Yes, my pain was improving, like it was less. But then I'm back to like scale 10 again so clearly the work i've been doing has not worked in long term it's just like a short term sort of like maintenance thingy mm-hmm. yeah you'd come in wanting a pain fix to get back to dancing yeah and then you'd be given an explanation about something wrong with your core or glutes yeah and you would try very very hard for months at a time yeah and it would be helpful like initially what was it like like in the short term yeah in the short term I guess it did improve and some things would would be helpful so it like my pain hasn't been like a 10 out of 10 like every single day for 10 years so it goes up and down and of course like every time like I do the core workouts I actually feel less pain straight after. And that's why it keeps you thinking, oh, this must be it. This must be working. But like in the end, like 
what I know now is not necessarily that I'm working my core that that makes the pain less, like mm-hmm. or a stronger core, but it might have doing those exercises might have other effects in my body that help. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's interesting that there's like a. It sounds like on the one hand there was a clear explanation for mm-hmm. why you have back pain that made. I imagine it made sense. I'm assuming here, like, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, it made sense. at the point, at the point, yeah, it made sense. And then you'd have the exercises and it would help initially in the short term to like relieve the pain. So you, yeah. know, you went at a 10 out of 10 excruciating pain. Mm-hmm. But then there was also a point after a few months where it like it flared up again. Yeah. So therefore it didn't work. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. you were kind of like trying so hard and like, being diligent and then and this was over the span of 10 years so i imagine this was like repeated multiple yeah. multiple times with yep. different people in different contexts and settings and yeah yep yeah so like in in the long term nothing and like those like, exercises nothing. are not fun <laughs> like yeah i don't mind to do exercise i love to train and do things but like those exercises is just not very inspiring yeah at all especially after a while you realize it's not working anyway so you're just spending time and yeah yeah what what made you realize that it wasn't working was it like i'm, I'm hearing the, the flare-up was the like a sign that it, you know if initially it was meant these exercises were meant to fix your pain and then yeah. you got a flare-up something yeah. was wrong it was like a yeah 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 like if if my pain got back to the level it was when i first started that program clearly it has done nothing and that doesn't like my pain doesn't really depend on, on what those exercises are giving me. So that makes me not trust that, that process. And yeah, in some instances it has been like the clinician like moved or something. So I couldn't go to them anymore or else. Yeah, that, that did happen a few times or people stopped following up, which I'm mm. like, meh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So- and then, like, it's the money as well. It's it's expensive to go to most of those. Like, it's private. It's not, like, on Medicare or anything like that. So it's at least $100 every time. And if they just give you exercise that it doesn't work, meh, you know, I care about my body, but if it doesn't work, why am I spending the money? Yeah. Yeah. I think but I think, yeah, it was, highlight. it was mainly if I had flare ups after or then after a while, you've been doing the same exercises and, you know, nothing is really improving significantly. Mm. I'd be like, I'm bored of doing these exercises now and nothing is, you just realize it's not working. And then motivation drops and you just stop doing it for a while. And then eventually it, Try something else when you're like, oh, but I really want to fix this. Yeah, it's like a up and down. When you talk to other people and they give you recommendations of people that, oh, I've seen this person and they really helped me. It makes you like, oh, maybe they can help me as well. Hmm. Yeah, so there's like a it's like a roller coaster where it would be helpful in the short term and then there would be a flare-up. And then I'm imagining all this time you, you still had to change your like lifestyle choices with what you do what you can do what you can't do 
Um, how was during this time your dance affected? Yeah, like for like a few, uh, like it, when it first started, I was off for a few months and then I went back into it. Uh, and I guess maybe a little bit less intensity. But I think I still did performance after that. But I was just like managing the pain rather than, yeah, just not doing anything. Mm. And then I think like since I moved to Australia like seven years ago, I I mainly because I started Zook before, but when I came here, I didn't do salsa anymore. I only did Zook. And I find it's it was easier on my body because it's more like you it's slower and I don't know more softer I guess so I didn't find I get as much pain so I thought I can I could still do it a little bit and at least every now and then and then I get a bit of more pain after and then I rest and you know that that was then the cycle. Hmm. So and like then for a few accessible. years I didn't dance at all because I just got out of it a little bit and yeah yeah so, so that like has a, been up and down as well but different dance as well I changed so it was like a lower barrier to entry with Zook it was easier more yeah horrible, more comfortable for you and yeah. for your body for your back for your pain um but there was also still the pain was there Oh yeah, throughout 100%. the whole time, and it would. Yeah. I'm imagining you would see a few other clinicians in Australia during this time. Yeah, what yeah. Was that, what was that journey like? Was it about like the similar, different to your previous three, four years? Oh, to be honest, it's kind of like same, 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 but different. Like they all, yeah, they all say similar things and give you, uh give you similar exercises, similar explanations, but in different ways. I guess here, the the one thing I found here, like actually the, the medical, like I went to the GP as well, which in Sweden, when I did, they're like, oh, there's nothing we can do. Like you're too young anyway. You shouldn't have any surgery or anything. That was it. They didn't do anything. Whereas here I find at least they try to follow up and try to find other things to help me. So I was able to have like the steroid injections to reduce inflammation or whatever, which worked for like two, four weeks. <laughs> um, and then they were also like assigned a physio, which was very bad. <laughs> um, and that I realized straight away when, when I went to that physio after like the first appointment, I'm like, no, this is not going to help me go away. <laughs> um, but at least they got me to come in for more appointment, appointments and give me different options. At least there were things I can try rather than like, oh, there's nothing we can do. Go home and we don't want to deal with you. Yeah, wow. Damn. That's yeah, I know, right? And during maybe that period in Australia, what kind of treatments did you try or were you recommended during this? Um, so, yeah, I did those injections, injections twice. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, uh, what's that called? 
I don't remember what that called it. I've tried like the the things you put in your shoes, like orthotics. Yeah. I put that. I tried that, and like um, yeah, like um, chiropractor when they was fine. Things yeah. like that. Manipulations. Yeah. 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 That like physios, like exercises. I've done personal trainer. Um. Yeah, I think that's like core stability. I'm imagining exercises like um, yeah. planks, bridges, maybe lots of like glute work. A lot of glute, glute deadlifts yeah. in there. From... Yeah, deadlifts. Yeah, that was shit. Anytime shit. I did deadlifts with a PT, that actually something happened in my back. It was like that. I'm like, oh, no, this is not what I came here for at all. <laughs> yeah. Made it worse. Yeah. Yeah, it made it worse. Flared up. Yeah, I've tried different, like, I can't remember what, what they're called, but there's, like, a also lady and she, she checks with different liquids and shit what, what things you're missing in your body and she'll be like, oh, you shouldn't have dairy. I tried not to eat dairy for a while and she would give me lots of different, like, supplements to try because uh, there was always a new reason every time I come to her, you're missing zinc, you're missing this, you're missing that. I'm like, oh, really? like dietary uh, supplements yeah yeah medicinal herbal yeah stuff. yeah I, I can't remember what what the, what the thing is called and i'm imagining some other like passive treatments as well like done yeah, to like, you in these sessions what do you mean passive treatments? like um like massage yeah stuff. my time massage i did a lot of pilates for a long time but that was just on my own accord okay. because it has a lot of core core workout which is what i've been told i should be doing so yes that was for the core stability yeah 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 i've done like all the you know trigger points massage balls foam rolling all those things yes i forgot all the ones that you tried there's been so many over there i know there have been so many so i don't know what what have i not tried yeah and um yeah was it, was it like a similar effect in the, what was it like in the short term for, for these? I'm imagining there were like different periods. Yeah, of- I feel like pretty much everything works in the short term, but nothing solves the problem. Um, yeah, that, that's about it. And some, you know, things made it worse, like, like deadlifting too heavy, too many reps. Yeah. And um, yeah. Yeah. And the thing I wanted to also highlight how what were the costs for you you mentioned like money and that's really yeah un- understated i feel we need to like talk about it more that yeah financial burden uh, yeah especially you know living in a new country and trying to settle in and be financially yeah. you know secure then there's what, what what were the costs otherwise like time well there's obviously the time you invest in going to the going to the clinic and also the time like doing all this program that that they give you uh, and it like it takes up a lot of space in your mind i think like you have to think about these things all the all the time because it's it's constantly there and you every time you go you sort of get reminded like oh yeah that's shit again yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, it sucks. Adds to the yeah, exhaustion. like the emotional roller coaster of like getting hope and then getting mm. disappointed, getting hope again, to getting disappointed, and the motivation just like keep going up and down. 
like it's tiring, like mentally tiring as well, not just like I'm tired from these exercises, which also the exercises are not that hard, so it doesn't feel like it's doing anything really. Mm. What was that? Also, that's something that makes me feel like, what? How is this going to help me? Like, you make me to do like ten blue bridges, like. I can do much more than that. Like my body is much stronger than that. How is that going to help anything at all? Yeah, interesting. So there were like some very easy, low-grade exercises. Yeah. Yeah. Were w- way, yeah, it's way not really challenging. You're just yeah. like doing it and supposed to be good for you, but you can't really feel, feel it. Hmm. So that's why also motivational, like motivation just goes down. And like, this is not doing anything. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm imagining if I was in your shoes, it would be like confusing as well. Like, yeah, what, what very that? confusing. So exhausting, confusing. Yeah. All right. So that, yeah. like, it says a lot that um, that you were open and willing to try another approach and with an, another clinician. I think that yeah. that needs to be said because you tried like so many things over the few yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, what, what was your experience like? And this is a part where you can like be as honest and blunt as possible with me. Um, yeah. For your experience as like a as a you know client as a person living with with pain. Yeah. What was that experience like when what, I came to like, you? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, because I I knew you already because we danced together. Um. Like. And I have seen what you posted online and I feel like, oh, his approach looks a bit different to anyone else, which made me like a bit interested. And I guess that's, I posted something on you all and you asked me if I want to help. And I'm like, oh yeah, of course, you know, I want help if it can actually help. But, and I feel like I've always been open to try if I feel like I can get something different because it's important to me. But of course, like, I was skeptical <laughs> in the beginning because I'm like, ah. but you know, it doesn't it doesn't hurt to to try if if I can afford it, sort of. So that's why I'm like, yeah, well, we will we will see. And yeah, mainly because I've seen that your approach is different from all the other ones that I have gone to. I was like, this could be interesting. Mm, yeah. Yes. So like a bit skeptical and hesitant to you know dive straight in with full willingness because you've tried so many different approaches in the past yeah Um, what what was different about the approach like even the what you saw before the first session and like during that first session what was different for you well you didn't really do anything or like you didn't like say anything like or you say oh this is wrong this is this you should be doing this you should be doing that I felt like I went there and you didn't do anything but at the same time I got so much out from it <laughs> like it's it was really weird I didn't really do anything but but I felt like I got something out of it and I got new things that I, I can try and like a new perspective I think and yeah this sounds bad like it didn't do anything obviously it did something but there's the assumption like societal cultural that i we talk about a lot with other healthcare professionals that yeah our role is to as you know doctor or clinician to do things to someone like 
Yeah. So what you said makes complete sense. It's different yeah. to how a lot of us were originally taught, at least yeah. the, the kind of biomedical, yeah. traditional approach. And I can imagine a lot of people, maybe the first time they'll be like, oh, well, you didn't really do anything. And what's he going to do next time? And nothing. And we're going to pay for nothing. Like, but at the same time, it's like, it intrigued me. I'm like, to have more open mind and be like, where can this take me? Because obviously all the other approaches hasn't worked. So I was like, oh, this is a very, very interesting. (laughs) And yeah, every time I went, I felt like I got something, some new information or some new perspective and new things I can try. Mm. Yeah. Which I did I didn't get from anyone. They always just like this, this is it. This is what's wrong, and this is what you're gonna do. It wasn't like, okay, these are the options we can try. No, that was never the case. Yeah, what from also you'll have to probably refresh. I've got my notes from the session, yeah. obviously, but like my memory isn't the best these days. But looking <laughs> back, okay. it was a, I yeah. imagine for you, if I was um, in your situation, because what you say rings uh, uh, rings true to a lot of clients, patients' experiences, that this approach is uh, very different. You know, it's more collaborative. It's less like prescriptive. Yeah. It's a little bit longer, generally, the session's. It's involving yeah. like a back and forth dialogue. Yeah. And I imagine like you had to think a lot more perhaps if I was to put a word to yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Like on the spot. And yeah. I would be asking certain questions that judging from, you know, your past experiences were quite different in yeah. order to find out like what was actually helping for you and what is actually working. Yeah. And I think that that was what we were working on the first few sessions to like single out and filter out like yeah. what we can actually and, discard and like give you that permission to explore and try things without me exactly. saying like, you should do this. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the first thing you said to me, this was on the phone though, that I said, oh, or, I don't know if it was on the phone or the first session. And I was explaining, oh, I'm doing all these stretches and all these blah, 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 and all, all this and all that. And you're like, what if you can do less? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Tell me how I can do less because this is just time consuming and boring. Yeah. So for context, you're so doing I was like, like a warm-up, Oh, this is down. really intriguing to me because usually they tell you to do more things. Yeah. Or, so what were those things just for, for context? Like was it like warming up, I remember? Yeah, warming down. up stretching like heat packs foam rolling magnesium anything that to try to recover basically yeah yes. so it was like a long routine after every yeah it was like half session. an hour routine at you know 1 a.m at night when i come home from Bensy. damn and this is not your fault like this is what you were taught this is what you were told and yeah. i imagine it like it helped as well exactly like it didn't it yeah. didn't make it worse Otherwise, you'd completely no. It didn't make it stop. worse. It did make so, it yeah. better. But what I've realized after, even if I just go to bed and rest, the the result is the same. It's just I feel instantly better those like few seconds after I'm doing it. Yeah. Hmm. Bit of a, a mind fuck, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I was like, what? Why have I been doing doing all this? I just need to go to bed. It's fine. So you were doing like um, a warm-up routine, a 30-minute cool-down. You had experiences with lots of different treatments. I'm imagining, like, investing a lot of effort and time and money before, like, 
as, as your regular routine. Yeah. Um, and then what, what are you doing now in comparison? Nothing. nothing. <laughs> Literally nothing. Just yeah. like dancing? Yeah. yeah. Just dancing and sleeping. Yeah. Cool. What, what's that like for you now? Amazing. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, and I can just trust that I'm going to be fine. I don't, I'm not like stressing about it anymore in the same sense I did before. I was always worried like am I doing too much have I pushed myself too hard is it going to take days to recover now blah 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 and I'll be like no I'm just going to go to bed and I'll be fine tomorrow goodbye and usually I am yeah so and that's important as well like you're it's not like the pain is completely gone eradicated forever no. and eliminated you still do experience certain yeah. soreness and like and back pain at a certain like intensity or, or duration of of dance and yeah and um, yeah you have a different approach to it so like how would you have have you had many flare-ups and how did you manage the flare-ups because yeah I imagine there was yeah. also a bit of an up and down journey yeah like uh well what I what I mainly realized from uh, our all our sessions is because what I've been told from all the clinicians before like I'm trying to control the way my body moves, which is like tensing it. And the way I walk, the way I sit at work, the way, the way I stand when I'm waiting, I'm just always trying to control my posture sort of, which is just makes my body more tense. So what you helped me to figure out is I just need to relax. So, <laughs> which is just so silly, like just relax. But it's you, I don't even notice when I have to actively think, okay, relax my back, don't like hold, hold it so tight or try to adjust my posture, just let my body be the way, you know, it is. So that was like the first, like the major breakthrough, basically that I just, just, just relax. And same in dancing, like that I can try and be more relaxed. And even if, you know, shit happens or something feels uncomfortable. I don't have to like, like freeze and panic and my whole body just like, I can just relax through it and know that I'm going to be fine, which also helps the whole situation because I'm not myself making it worse. And then of course, sometimes like my technique is not perfect. So if I you know, I'm trying new things or trying to get a new technique. When I do that, it tends to get worse because I haven't figured out exactly how to do it comfortably. But usually that's just during that that time. And then afterwards, I just go back to my super relaxed Zen state and I'll be fine. Yeah, it's um it's it sounds like imagining like in your scenario spending so much time and effort and energy over so long to come to I, we've had three sessions correct me if i'm yeah i think three yeah. and also highlighting for clinicians listening that you did a lot of that active work that mm. i was sometimes just getting out of your way to let you explore because you would be messaging yeah. me <clears throat> with like, Hey, I tried this and this is what I reflected on based on, you know, what you said. And like, 
I was like, wow, that's awesome. And then you would come up with suggestions of what to do next. So yeah. you were like, in yeah, I feel like I did all the work. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So um, one day we'll have like a weird capitalist socialist system where I'd be paying you to because <laughs> <toilet sessions, laughs> yeah. you did yeah. a lot more work than me. I need to really highlight um, thanks to your curiosity and your willingness and openness to try like almost yeah. the opposite of what you were told. Exactly. That was so exciting for me though. I'm like, oh, I can go and try this and which I was never like allowed before. Hmm. Yeah. It's giving you that like that space to explore and be curious to like break some of the rules that you were told before. Yes. And it wasn't as simple as just like relax, like because I imagine no your body, your mind, your system, like everything was like a, it was like almost a reflex for you to yeah tense. yeah so like it's uh it it's was like a, a trigger thing yeah mm. and it, it's hard to get rid of something your body has been used to be doing just by itself for so many years when it's like the opposite of what it's supposed to be doing by itself. Were, were you as well aware of your body's reaction and how it was tensing before uh, only sometimes sometimes i will actively actually do it when i start to feel the pain i start to try and control it and control my body and like stand up more straight or you know squeeze my core when i was running i was like squeezing my core the whole time to avoid the pain like things like that but i didn't notice it like in dancing that i did it for example if someone is dancing like roughly or anything like that i think my body would just automatically tense up without me noticing or actively I'm like okay shit I better (laughs) control myself here it just did it yeah as a protective reflex response yeah almost like subconsciously yeah yeah and where were you told to tense and like tighten your glutes I don't think I was told exactly to tense but that people will tell me to like you need to engage your core all the time like that's basically it and the glutes that's what you've been told. Like your core and your glutes are not engaged, basically. Or they're not being activated or used in any way. So that was like, okay, if I feel pain, I have to activate my core and my glutes. Yeah. So yeah. logical. Like it makes Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how that was the recipe, right? So that's what I I I go to when when I feel the pain. Yeah. So from these kind of movement experiments that we did over a month, even less, I'd say there were so many breakthroughs in just a short amount of time. Um, What did you, what were some of the reflections that you made, like the top things that you learned during this experience? Um, What did I learn? Well, the, the main thing was like, that it's safe to try different things. It's, I'm not gonna like break, break down again and I think that was really helpful that makes me like okay we can try and if shit goes down that's okay and then we'll try something else and I guess just like writing down things and when like you helping me to it was like you were helping me to sort my information that I already had which I'd never done before you just know different things and you try different things and then you don't know what to do with all that information Whereas you helped me to sort it into different categories and 
make conclusions about what was working and what wasn't. So I found that that was very helpful. I was like, oh, I never saw it like that before. So you had your own reflections from the experiences of trying a few things and then I was able to offer some like ways to help you make sense of it or yeah 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 because it has never been like a whole thing it's like one thing there one thing there one thing there and then it's not like you take your own initiative like okay let's see what do I know about my pen you don't really do that like I try, I've tried to keep like pain di- diaries and like things like that, but it's just nothing ever comes out of it. It's like, well, I don't know what to do with all this. Yeah. So you, you tried yeah. the, the I did diary this and before. I had pain for six and then did the same thing two weeks later and I had a pain 10. So like that didn't make sense to me at all. So I'm like, no, nah, this doesn't help. Yeah, interesting. So you had some of, because I, I remember you, you had been through some like pain neuroscience, pain science stuff with a pain diary before yeah like um you tried that but it didn't really help it didn't wasn't really effective yeah it yeah it wasn't really helpful because I couldn't draw any conclusions from it Hmm. but then it was just like oh the information is there sometimes this works sometimes it doesn't so it's like okay (laughs) then I'm not really sure if it works or not Hmm. yeah yeah and I'm like stepping back and first of all like there's a so many things that you brought that were very important, like strengths to keep your um, curiosity happening throughout this time. And I'm like in this, so I'm just imagining what it was like back in when we were collaborating and like um, trying to make sense of it together. I think what I took, if, if I can share, was yeah, like you yeah, never had a zoomed out view of your entire journey of like what is actually helping yeah. and what's, taking you towards what you want to be doing and your actual goals and like long-term solutions. And there'd be, there were like a few um, things offered that were opposite to previous experiences. So even though you had like with the the diary, the same diary, the same, you know, tool we'll say Mm. it was a completely different um, intention and focus for you now. It was, it was sounded like you had a bit of clarity. Yes. Yeah, and I don't know, I felt from a lot of previous like people that they don't really care, you know, they just go there and do their job. And so that doesn't really help me, even though I get all the information, they don't care. They're not going to take the time to like go through everything and mm. make sense of it. They just try to prescribe some kind of recipe for the solution, mm. which is not helping anyone. Yeah, this and then it makes you stop like taking the notes to give to them because like they don't give a dang anyway, or you feel more like a burden. I'm like I'm paying you, but I'm the burden to you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's important to note because I can see myself being that clinician back in the day of giving someone just like a, a link or like a resource to watch or read or listen to, yeah. but not actually like you just said, go through it, like yeah, to relate it to the your experience exactly because like your unique experience is dependent on you and your body and your goals not Mm. just like a generic you know just read this yeah yeah and it can feel like as the patient the client that you're like a burden burdensome to the yeah 100 and it makes you like i think one of the most important things 
that clinician can help with is to keep up the motivation because you have pain for so long, your motivation is going to be really, really small. It's like, I don't really want to do anything, but I still want to fix it. So what is extremely helpful to me is someone that helps me to keep me motivated. And if I feel like I'm a burden and they don't give a crap, then I'm going to be zero, zero motivated to do anything at all like for them or whatever they have asked me to do or I just like no I'm not going to collect this information because I'm just a bird and they have to read it later or something like that yeah and there's something there's a strength in there as like that you had that honesty and authenticity to be like no this isn't working you didn't just like follow the orders you realized after a while that it wasn't yeah. actually helping yeah that takes that takes some strength there Oh, really? Okay, that's good. That's what I'm saying. Do, <laughs> yeah, okay. do you notice any, if, if we were to like reflect on the some of the qualities that and the strengths that you had during this time, like all the hard work that you did, what, what would you say? Well, I do feel like I have been very resilient. Like I, I never, I did have moments where I like gave up a little bit, but I never like gave up completely. I think, and that's why I finally, you know, have made some kind of progress and breakthroughs, even though there have been a lot of shit before, because there's a lot of people in this world, If even if I've tried it, like 20, there's still like millions more. So just because 20 are shit doesn't mean the rest are as well. So I feel like I've, I still kept that kind of like half open mind. <laughs> with caution like or with suspicion like okay I get more like "Mm, you prove to me first than if you're gonna do something that's helpful rather than the first one I got to I took it as a fact I'm like okay they know everything about my pain they know how to fix it and I just trusted it completely but then over time you get more suspicious like "Mm, we'll see if this works and if you give me the same stuff again nah I've even told people, like, when first time I see them, like, don't tell me my core is weak. I don't want to hear it. Like, no, uh, give me something new because <laughs> I already know it's not weak and it's not working to make it stronger anyway. Yeah, you have to advocate yeah. for yourself. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah, you yes. have to, like, adapt to all the things that didn't work, like the failures, the things that yeah. approaches that weren't actually helping you yeah like and like to challenge them a little bit don't go to your go-to solution of core workouts thank you yeah. very much yeah yeah that's awesome that skepticism and curiosity is what i'm seeing like that mm. kept you going so yes. you didn't just give up on everything yes what and i guess my passion for dancing like that's what kept me like if it wasn't for that i'd be like oh i'm fine like but i want to dance so let me yeah dancing means a lot yes looking back now and for the clinicians listening what advice would you offer um i would say like the first thing is to like not be judgment <clears throat> wait a second not be judgmental because like when you when you go there, you you're basically asking for them to help to 
in my case, I want to keep dancing. That's my goal. My goal is not to fix my pain, whereas their focus is fix the pain. And they will be judgmental, be like, mm, I can feel that you have been dancing a lot. I'm like, yes, dancing is my passion. So I'm going to dance a lot. And that's why I'm here to get help so I can dance more. And I don't want to be judged for, for doing it. Like that, it just makes you feel bad for having danced a lot. And I was like, no, I do not like that. And, uh, and it's also like some people scare you a little bit with that kind of comments, like, oh, you're really tight or like, oh, I can feel that, you know, this, that you're very much due for this appointment now. Comments like that, it's like makes you feel like there's something wrong with you. Even it might not, even if I hadn't danced, I'm 100% sure they wouldn't be able to tell because my body is tight anyway. <laughs> like, and I do other exercises, so you can't know what, or I've been sitting a lot at work. Who knows why I'm tired? It might not be because I was dancing a lot, even though, you know, I did. But, but still, like, that, like, judgmental and scare the clients of the things that they want to do, I feel like it's, it's, not, it's not helpful. It makes you feel, like, bad to go there when you're actually trying to get help to be doing those things that they judge you for. And do I have any other do I have any other tips? Yeah, I told you I said before, like to care, to care about them and to see like everyone's everyone's pain is individual and different, and to like acknowledge that and not just like here's here's the recipe, you know, to just hand it out that you give to everyone. The same, the same stuff. Yeah, that that individualized person-centered yeah. care according to to you and how you respond to certain approaches interventions mm. according to like your meaning and your like definitions of goals and what what it would be mean for you to be successful because there's yeah. a lot of like um sometimes the clinician might want something but the patient wants another thing and that's where yeah. the, the blame might come in it's like hey yeah and yeah. Uh, maybe sometimes they don't really ask either like I know that you asked me what what are you what do you expect or what is your goal and I told you I don't care about the pain I just want to be able to dance I don't want my pain to <laughs> to hinder like I want to dance as much as I want to I don't want to stop because I'm in pain I want to stop because I'm done hmm. and a lot of people don't even ask that their focus is just get rid of the pain hmm. sort of I'm like, oh, it's not, I would love to get rid of the pain, but, you know, I've learned to live with this for 10 years. I'm fine. I can deal with certain amount of pain, but I can't deal with not dancing. So I think maybe they don't always understand that. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah, and I think also, like, don't be careful to state facts about the client that are not necessarily facts. Like you have a weak core, like, well, this is the problem. This is the reason. Because especially if it's your first appointment, you're going to believe them. And like that has set me up for failure like this whole time because I believe what they say. It becomes a fact to me because they are so certain in the way they talk. Like this is it. So that makes you believe that. And then... Well, if it still doesn't work, it's still in your head that that that's the fact. So, yeah, more like 
this could be the problem. It could be like a better approach. Or like explain that there could be many reasons and not just one thing. Mm, there's a it's it's a funny there's that assumption that we have all the answers and that, mm. that like is communicated in a direct way it means that it's there's confidence and there's certainty exactly and like reassurance which i guess a lot, and, you know that's probably what they think they got they have to provide like they have to know because they are the professional yeah yeah but catch 22 right there's like yeah. in the short term it's probably helpful for some people some of the time but yeah. then in the long term there's some costs to that for yeah. the clinician as well as the people that they're working with yeah unintentionally of course yeah i'm sure everyone has like good good intention but yeah it's not necessarily helpful but on the other hand if you would <laughs> i know you said to me like a lot of times you said, I don't know. And I'd be like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but like we figured it out like together, sort of, which was more helpful than if you would have told me, oh, it's this. Just make your best guess and tell me that as a fact. And maybe it was it, maybe it wasn't. So I think that that's very good of you, very brave. Because I can imagine it's not easy to tell a client, like, you don't have the, the solution or, like, you don't have the facts because that's what they kind of pay for. Yep. Yeah. You said it, nailed it. Yep. That's um, yeah. so golden. Is there anything that I've missed from your previous, like, what we just talked about, your experiences that um, you'd like to? Um, no, I feel like we covered a lot. Yeah. yeah. Really appreciate you sharing and the vulnerability and strength that it takes for you to yes. to go through it all again. I hope other people can find some help. They absolutely can. Like I said, and you dance you, more. Yes, <laughs> or whatever they want to do. Yes, that's yeah. yeah. Is if there's a listeners that would like to reach out to you, find out a bit about your dancing, maybe follow your dance oh, yeah. journey, or ask yes. a question. Where can yes. they find you? Yes, they can find me probably on Instagram or Facebook. Yes. And awesome. yeah, are you going to put the details up I there? can, yes. Yeah. You know, like all the podcast people do. They say. Yeah, they because do I don't have it. Yeah. 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 Okay. It, you can put it up there. Um, yeah, that's fine. So searching up your name, you're happy with? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. It's totally fine. Sarah, thank you once again. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And see you on the dance floor. And thanks for helping me. Yes, definitely see you on the dance floor.